Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, for another episode of Every Given Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm here with Michael Tilly, Brandon Harewood. I'm Joe Jennings. How are we doing this evening? Game week. Yeah. Game week. <laughs> no other words. We're here. Yeah. I feel swole. Tuck your shirt saying EGS fam. <laughs> That's right. Now, thank you guys as always for showing up. Um, today we have our I guess final end of draft kind of episodes pre like our last name before the actual season starts this Thursday. Um, so yeah, today we're going to get into our MVPs and league winners. We each will give you one person that's our fantasy MVP and one person that we think will be league winning that you should not be passing up on. Um, and the little difference is MVP is somebody that literally just carried your team and like, you just would be nowhere near where you are without them. And for me, a league winner is somebody that, yeah, you still would have been a good team, but they put you over the top. Like, they probably were the reason that you end up winning that because you took a chance on that player is what I'm trying to say, I guess. So, um, yeah. Uh, before the news, uh, how are we feeling about football being back Thursday? Fine, fellas. Football on three days. I'm excited. New alarm. Come on, Josh Allen, cover my butt. Yeah, him. we could finally see how that elbow feeling for uh, Matt Stafford. So, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> speaking of that, let's jump right into it. Um, coming in with our news and notes, we only have two short things for you guys today. Um, but the first thing is Matthew Stafford. I don't know exactly what to say. I'll just say what I heard from Sean McVay. Somebody asked Sean McVay yesterday if Matthew Stafford has to throw the ball 50 to 55 times for y'all to win a game. Is there any doubt he can do it? Um, I mean, I don't know. I just am scared about his arm. It just concerns me if you're a Cooper Cup owner because I feel like it's going to have that cue beside him the whole week. Matt Stafford out of practice on Wednesday. Matt Stafford out of practice on Thursday. Game time decision, like I don't know, it's a little scary. Yeah, what makes it even weird, even more weird for me is the fact like their running backs are hurt too. So I'm like, are we, are we, should we just be concerned about their entire offense at this point? Because Acres has had, I don't know, a lot of negative news. I feel like lately. So like, where are we at with, with like that side of the ball as well? I'm gonna be honest with everybody. It's upsetting to say, Loki, but I own zero shares of the Rams. No defense, no Cooper Cup, no Acres. Um, so we're gonna have to. I have their speed. defense. But I think I drafted I, a Robinson. I drafted one did. Robinson. Well, according to Sean McVay, Matthew Stafford reportedly has no limitation with his elbow, according to Sean McVay. Okay. That's 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 what I like to hear. That's what he said 11 hours ago. Great. <laughs> Just saying that to hide the notification that I got yesterday. <laughs> but I mean, one day ago, it said Matt Stafford, no limitations, continues to practice with no limitations. I, I don't know what to think of it. Yeah, I probably, what I, what I take from it is he'll be fine early in the season, but this is something that could, you know, after 12, 13. Like, yeah, but I say half the season. The way they throw the ball, if their running backs have limitations, who knows? So, so just pay attention to the elbow, I guess. At this point, be wary of all <laughs> right and except Cooper Cup, I guess. Um, so yeah, our number two piece of news. Finally, Mr. Jalen Waddle is back on the field. Um, 
we're happy to have you back on the field. And he's a guy I haven't had a share of yet. I'm thrilled. Well, I think tomorrow might be the day I get me a piece of it. I have a share. <laughs> I got a share in the seventh round last week. Yeah, right now where his value is being taken, bro. If you can get him, once I see once I see the round enter number six, I'm not even thinking about it when he's on the board for me. Once I see the round enter six. There is a world where A, they have two top 15 receivers. B, that Jalen Waddle's the guy and Tyree Kill is the number two. And I'm just being honest. Well, Jalen Waddle only has, you know, five years playing with two in now. So, hello, hello, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I just wouldn't be surprised if I think it's going to be more even than what people think. That, that's exactly where I am with it. I just don't yeah. think one of them is going to be that much further ahead of the other. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. But we'll see how that works. I'm glad to have Waddle back right now. You're probably getting him in the late fifth, early sixth. If somebody's dumb enough to let him get to the seventh. And I just, like, in our draft, I don't think people are dumb enough. It's just that he wasn't what certain people needed. So I didn't take him for my reasonings. But I think he's a stud. He's still got a top 24 guy, in my opinion. Um, and he's great in whole point PPR leagues. I love him most there. Okay, I'm good on that. So. Now we're going to go ahead and get into our fantasy MVPs and league winners. We are going to start off with our fantasy MVPs of the 2022 season, our predictions. Um, anybody want to go first? You said the MVP first? <laughs> go ahead, yeah. If you want to go first, take the floor. This one this one is one that I, I firmly believe in, that if you have him, he's just going to be a difference maker for your team. Um, My MVP is... Uh, Kyle Pitts and you know I didn't do enough research but when a guy has 110 targets and you see he only had one touchdown there's no way but up and in a team that's gonna be, is on the way. in a team that is going to be playing from behind probably every game um, this is a matchup nightmare for every team no linebacker can cover him very few safeties can probably cover him. Yeah, I mean, a thousand yards his rookie season, and then 110 targets. I mean, I feel like 110 says floor for targets in that kind of offense. He only had 68 receptions. That's not a good. That's not a good ratio. Just being no. honest. Like, so my problem, my I guess one of my main problems is he's going to be force fed so much it shouldn't matter. But does it bother y'all that like? Let's be honest, Mariota's going to be the guy from day one so far, and he's not nearly as accurate as Matt Ryan. It doesn't bother me. I think that Kyle Pitts is going to make such a difference for your team at the tight end position that it's going to pay out in the end. Yeah, I get, I get what Tilly's saying. I feel like it's just one of those situations where you're just relying on the skill and the amount of volume he'll get. And Say his efficiency isn't as good as last year. Hopefully his volume goes up, and hopefully he's just more dominant on the field in general. So I think he'll end up working out in the end, probably. Yeah, I mean, I don't have very much more to say about him. We all know who he is. He's the probably the he's the future of the tight end position. So is he tight end one this year? No. He better but he's, he, he's competing for two. You have him ahead of Mark Andrews. You got a tight end one A and B in town now. <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> uh I'll go ahead and get into my guy. Um guy and the guys I actually switched it up from what I said in the chat. Uh my guy is actually Justin Herbert. 
quarterback of the Chargers. I'm a Herbie boy this year. Herbie? I'm on that hill. I don't I don't have any shares of Herbert, but that's a guy like every time I leave the draft or when he does get picked up eventually, I'm just like, dang, I wish I would have had him. But I mean, there's not much to say about this guy aside from just looking at his statistics over his last two years. I mean, we just look back at last year. He was second in pass attempts. Uh he's in a very competitive division this year. You know what? Was he second in yards as well? I think behind Tom. Or am I crazy? I'm not 100 percent sure, but he was definitely second second in pass attempts and uh completions as well. Um, but I mean that's just another thing to add on to his resume. Second in, in yards as well, third in touchdowns, third highest QBR in the league. I think this is a guy who could have a similar year to like what Tom Brady did last year. I feel like the Chargers are probably gonna be in the top three when it comes to just pass volume in general. They have arguably they probably could be the number one passing team in the league when it just comes to volume in general. So I mean if you give a guy like Justin Herbert that much um that many opportunities with the amount of talent he has these guys know i love mike williams i love ken allen i think he has the best receiving back in the league for austin eckler um i just think it's gonna be a really good season for him they're gonna have to be in a lot of you know hold, high on, games. hold on so hold you're on. wrong you're not gonna can't pass that <laughs> i'm best saying it receiving back in the nfl i'm saying it McCaffrey retire <laughs> All right, I'll give I'll give McCaffrey the upper hand in that, but you, you guys know what I mean. Y'all know he, what I mean. He's a good number two. <laughs> All right, I'll give him number two. I'll give him number two, but y'all know what I mean. I mean, I think everything is just set up for Justin Herbert this year. It should just be a, a healthy season. I think he could be. He's my dark horse QB one. We're all we're all Mike Williams boys, so there's no reason we would have any problem with that. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's crazy, man. He can run too. He just doesn't do it. Like he's yeah. a lot. He's quicker than you think. I remember the Steelers game last year. He was getting loose on us, and he was like deceivingly fast. Yeah. For me, I love Herbert. I any piece I can get on that offense, I want. I, I actually don't care who it is. Keenan Allen, Michael Williams, Austin Eckler. I'll take the backup to Austin Eckler. We'll figure that out too. Like I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But what? Go ahead. No, sorry. Maybe it's just you. You scared? No, I'm just looking at it like, and I mean, he had 300 rushing yards last year. That's what I was trying to get to. I mean, his first two years combined, he has eight rushing touchdowns, five his rookie year, and three last year. So he's averaging four rushing touchdowns a year, which is big for a quarterback. And last year, he went up from 55 attempts to 63. So I think we actually might see him in the 350 range this year, possibly. Yeah. I think his confidence is going to be up. That's another thing I like with him. I just think after last year, he's realizing, wait, I'm one of, I'm one of the best. I have a question. I've been thinking about this, this whole conversation about Herbert. How many teams could have more than one guy in the top 24 receiver? Like, let's no, like, let's seriously. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. There's probably a lot. Actually, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, potentially. I think uh, it could Maybe my the Bengals. What about the Broncos? Mm, I mean, I could it's see not it. out of the world. Bills? Bills. I could see the Bills. It's not out of this world either. <laughs> like, there's probably five. I would say the Bucks have got one if I knew he was playing all season. True. That's and, a, and a dark horse is also the Saints. Rams? Like, like, it's actually crazy how many teams could have two guys in the top, uh, top 24. 
that's why I tell people you just don't force it for a receiver. Like, listen, listen, listen. All I can say is if you have a draft left, which you shouldn't, but if you do, get wide receivers from that division. It is going to. I'm talking to everybody. It's going to be a shootout <laughs> every single game. The over under is going to be in the 60s, probably 50s. Well, don't worry. So many touchdowns go around. Get you, Tomorrow get you some Mahomes. I'm trying to get me some Mahomes in one draft, but it's probably not going to happen at this point. To be honest. But me and Brandon have a co-owner draft tomorrow in a full-point PPR, so we're walking away with some charger. I promise you that now. Somebody, <laughs> You got to, man. But, uh, yeah, I love her, but I, I don't know what else to say. Rookie year, he had 31 touchdowns, then he went to 38. Is this the 40 year? Yeah, I feel it. I think the floor is 33. Like, for me, the floor is like 33, 34. Hold up. Let me mute my shit. He's gonna make me edit the hell out of this. Man, fuck you. Wow. Um going into my fantasy MVP of the twenty twenty two season. And maybe I'm being a little biased because we're from the same hometown. But that would be Mr. Stefan Diggs of the Buffalo Bills is my fantasy MVP of the twenty twenty two season. I feel like last year, even though he finished number seven of full point PPR, it didn't seem right. I had him all year, like it felt like those first eight weeks, he just kept putting up 10, 12, 10, 12. Like, there was never an 18 or 20. But I don't know. The amount of targets, he finished number seven. Like I said, he had a way better back half of the season. Like, he dominated more targets in the back half of the season. I don't, No disrespect to Gabe Davis. Listen, I think he's a good compliment number two. I don't think he's an it guy at number two. Like, he's a guy you can't just be without, in my opinion. Is, Bills are still probably going to be top five in passing uh, attempts, ratio, whatever you want to call it. Diggs is still probably going to be top five in targets. He's still probably going to be top five in receptions. And I, I don't know. They're in a division where it's just not, like, super good all the ways. But he plays good corners. But Diggs is actually one of the few players, for me, I actually do not care who he's playing. I just don't think he's guardable. I really don't care who he's playing for me. Um, I don't know where you guys are at with him. But the last two years in Buffalo, he got 166 and 163 targets. That's, that's just insane. It's, and been, I don't proven, really it's been proven the Bills are gonna chuck the ball. Like they they don't <laughs> have a running game. Like let's be honest, it's not happening. I just I just don't get it. Like I've seen drafts where you can get him in the mid second round. Like <sighs> yeah, that's that that's the thing about him. He's he's at a crazy value. I mean, in comparison to you know the, the guys that's going before him, like you know Justin Jeffersons and uh, Cooper Cuss, but he's getting the same type of target share that they're getting. He's getting 160 targets. I mean, that's his baseline, basically. So, it's you're not going to find that many guys around that area where you can do that because guys around him are probably like A.J. Brown, D. How many people are really going to outpace him in targets? Like, if y'all are being for real, how many people are really going to outpace him? It's probably only one you or two, two guys. Yeah. Like, and on top of that, the skill is just insane. Like, when you watch him, Bro, his route running is insane. I, I don't know what it is. Every time I watch Diggs, like, I have to get him. Me and Tilly got him on our co-owner league. Yeah. He's a, he's a lot. He's consistent. It's just like when you have him, I get excited every time the Bills come on. Like, I just know he's going to go off. Yeah. I can't explain it. Dog, the last two years, he finished number three and number seven in whole point PPR. And if you count 2018, 2019, 2019 finished 24, 2018 finished number 10. So the last three years, he's finished three out of the four years. He's finished top ten, and two let in the last two years, he's finished top seven each. At that point, you're drafting him basically a wide receiver five almost, where he's being yeah, taken no. out of draft. Know. They know I'm a Diggs boy. 
I don't think we're all in on Diggs. He's my MVP. I just feel like when usually I go double RB, but if Diggs is there, he's become my one exception. I'll take him over Adams, Chase. Call my bluff. Diggs is gonna outscore Cup or Jefferson. I don't I don't care which one y'all say. I know he I know who you want to say. <laughs> y'all score Cooper Cup. I'll, I know you wanted to say it, Joe. Go ahead, man. Who, uh, Go ahead, man. Who's, who's, who uh, has more fantasy points this Thursday? Exactly. Only re- Cooper exactly. Cooper. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> the Rams already have the best corner in the league. Fair enough. That's fair. Fair. Secondly, who? who? Ramsey. For secondly, he's not the best corner in the league. Who the hell is? The other Diggs brother. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> When we get back on social media, we can talk about that. I know, I was yeah, kidding. We'll figure that out. Listen, the best quarter in the league plays in Green Bay. Oh, okay, listen, anyhow, all I'm saying is Shadavius White, who's probably unanimous top five corner, is not playing tomorrow. I mean Thursday. He's not playing. He's already been ruled out. I don't know. Yeah. I, if, unless I'm incorrect, he's been ruled out. Maybe y'all can tell me wrong. So, Matthew, Matthew Stafford to the moon, then. Even if he wasn't, Cooper Cup is not – he's not guarding Cooper Cup every single play. Like, who, who would y'all take between uh, Allen Robinson and Gabriel Davis? This week? Robinson. This week, yeah. I'd probably take Gabe Davis until I know exactly Ooh. what the involvement's going to be. I just feel like they're going to have to double Corlin Sutton as it is. They don't have to double Diggs. They're from double who? I mean, oh, I said Corlin. Oh, yeah, got gotcha. you. <laughs> <laughs> finally, finally, somebody other than me. <laughs> what was it? Jacoby Biscuits? Uh, Jimmy Biscuit. Jimmy Biscuit. <laughs> Anyhow, man. But yeah, Diggs is my MVP. Take him everywhere you can because I promise you, when you're playing him, you are going to regret it every time. Just take Diggs every time you get the chance. Go RB and go Diggs every time. Don't actually, if you're in the draft where people want to get saucy, take Diggs and take Swift and go home happy. I promise you, it's gonna work every time. It's gonna it's gonna fall into your lap every single time if you're at the end. Coming in, for, we're gonna go ahead and get into league winners, and I'll start it back off uh, the opposite way around again. The snake away. My league winner of the 2022 NFL season. I am going double receiver with my two picks. I don't know his real name, so I'm not gonna say it. But Mr. AJ Brown is my league winner for 2022 fantasy football. I don't know what's gotten into me the last week. I was about to say, this man all of a sudden went. Been watching highlights. Zero to the worst. Bro, I don't know what it is. Listen, I'm bricked up. I, I don't know what else. It's like, bro, literally, I wa- I'm watching the highlights. I'm doing more research. I'm listening to what I'm hearing around camp. He's clearly just been the best player on offense. It's, it's been very clear. It hasn't been close. Like, yeah. best player on offense. They're, they're definitely targeting him. They just paid him $100 million. Y'all know me. Y'all don't get tired of me saying this. Don't let me see somebody with $100 million contract because I'm bringing it up every time. You're not paying that man $100 million to not throw him the ball. I don't care what you're telling me. Christian Kirk got paid a lot. We ain't been talking about him. Well, I'm a, I'm a Christian Kirk guy. Shut up. I have a share. I'm, on the, I'm, I'm officially on the, on, the, on the hype train. I'm not mad at it. But <laughs> we all know why we don't talk about Christian Kirk. No disrespect to you, buddy. I'm glad you got your money. Congratulations. But <laughs> all I'm saying is, A.J. Brown, dog, it's been shown time and time again. He just doesn't have to be hyper targeted to be a star. Like, so I guess just what I'm like, I, I don't know. I just don't see how he gets less targets than what he did in Tennessee. I actually think he's gonna get more, to be honest with y'all. I and, believe so as well. Like, when I was looking at AJ Brown shit today, oh, sorry. 
AJ Brown stuff today. Um, I was just looking at it, and we already talked about this before. The most targets he's ever had is 106. There's no way that could sustain. It has to go up at some point, and I think this is the year where it does. I don't know. Maybe it's me. He's going to his fourth year. I think it's going to be his real – he's already broken out, but I think it's going to be his real, real breakout year for me, like 11, 1200 type year. Um, And you can get him in the mid-third, damn near late fourth sometimes. I mean, get mid-third or late third. I just feel like it's a great value. And Tilly, be what we've all talked about this. Isn't this just a little bit too similar to Diggs get Josh Allen getting? Yes, I was, I was waiting for you to finish so I could just say that. I was waiting for you to finish this. Because literally, does I, I've heard not, one. Does anyone not have an AJ Brown chair? I got an AJ Brown chair. I don't. I got an AJ Brown I wish I did. Twice. I, I got I three times, I think. And that's only because I've been like three leads with Joe. That's really the only reason. <laughs> But um, yeah, I, I think I heard Anlin say this like almost like several months ago. Someone compared this to like Josh Allen receiving digs. So like early, if, it, if people do know or people don't know, Josh Allen early in his career, he played similarly to um, Jalen Hurts when he didn't have any receivers on the team. He was running around a lot, getting a lot of rushing touchdowns. As soon as he gets digs, basically changes the whole offense. And I mean, you guys see where it is now. That does have potential to happen, I feel like, for the Eagles as well. They're also dealing with running back issues. They can't seem to establish RB1. They just paid A.J. Brown a, a bag of money. They got a good tight end. They have a good wide receiver, too, just like the Bills. Dominant running game. Dominant running game. Top guy, three with, guy, guy with a cannon. And top people, three used to, people used to talk down on Josh Allen's arm accuracy as well. And uh, the latest sleeper I just got on – Jalen Hurts today it was talking about his accuracy improving this year. So, who knows? I, I like A.J. Brown. I wish I had him. Cheers. Trade me. All I will say is, before Tilly says, or if you have something to say, sorry. Brian. No. All I will say is, we are robbed of his career if A.J. Brown never finishes wide receiver one. I truly believe that. We're robbed. Like, he is so talented. He, he has to do it once, bro. We're robbed if he never gets 140 targets also. Like, Throw that man the ball. Around 130 targets. <laughs> no, you're getting him in the third. They're letting y'all walk away with somebody who's going to get 120 targets in the third. God damn it. Let me hold the mic close. Take the <laughs> round everywhere. But go ahead. I'm cracked on my guy. But go ahead. See you next one. And we're taking him tomorrow, Brandon. For doing. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go ahead and get into my guy, and this is literally my guy running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers, the guys, Najee Harris, Najee Harris, league winner. Right now, now his ADP is 109 on four for four, um, which has him at RB6. I feel like that's a fair draft value for him. Um, So I'm not mad at that, but it's more so about, like, the opinions around him, the people having mixed feelings. Feelings about him as well as just the Steelers' offense. I get it. You know, we have a, a weird QB situation. Our O line's not good. He had a list frank injury this offseason. Um, I understand the concern, but I mean, when you sit back and look at the Steelers' offense and how much potential it has, this honestly could be a better situation for Najee this year than he had last year. And last year, he finished number three um, on a team who threw the most in the league. Bad O line bad quarterback play, and he still finished number three. I mean, 
I feel like he's in a really fast-paced offense. Last year, the Steelers were number nine in, in pace of play. Um, Najee is the focal point in the offense, which allowed him to accumulate that so many touches last year. He was literally number one in touches. And for guys who play fancy football, those guys who finished top five at, at their position, they're the guys who are probably top five in touches as well. So the math adds up. He's going to be a more experienced player this year. He was a rookie last year, finished number three. Any other guy who finished number three as a rookie, what are you doing to him the next year? I mean, see, you see what happened to Jonathan Taylor, guys like that. Like, so. He's the number one pick at that point when that happened. I know. So I just feel like there's a lot of, like, people are worried about it, but I don't think anybody should be worried this year, and I think he's just going to be a great running back. And you just know about the talent. It's just I think it should work out. Something is weird, though. Before y'all, Tilly gets going, He's basically the exact same from last year. Like, basically, it's the same thing. Nothing changed. In the first, I don't understand it. Like, you're probably walking away from a top five guarantee running back just off usage alone, and I don't understand why people continue to just walk away from it. Even if it's ugly, it doesn't matter. It's going to work. Okay, this is my question to ask y'all. Before you keep going, I know y'all are better offensively before I say my next comment. But situation-wise, like, y'all offensive line is not that good, like, are y'all really that much different? Like y'all, y'all, y'all receivers are so good, but I guess like line wise and just running the ball. He reminds don't, me like a don't say something problem. stupid. Uh, who? I know what you're gonna say. You know, Bartosik, he has yeah. the same problems that Don has. I mean, for real, it's not his fault. I'm just talking about the running game, not the whole offense. Yeah, just just him getting the ball. It is not easy for I, him to yeah. run the ball with that team. And it's the I, same I agree. With Saquon. It's yeah. It's 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 definitely similar situation as since when it comes to O line and. Mixy quarterback play, but I mean, it's a pro Saquon. Sa- Saquon's one, yeah, it is. It could be a pro Saquon because Saquon also has the ability to do the same thing. He has done the same thing, so that's a great comparison. Um, Saquon is low that, budget Najee Harris. You can get in the two. Yeah, I say, just trusting that, just trusting that black and gold man. And I'm here for the Najee. We everything's gonna work out, man. Everything's gonna work out. Well, let me be disrespectful. Let me let other people say. Hey, go ahead, Tilly, man. Nah, I mean, he's Najee Harris, man. Come on now. Exactly, man. He's a Steelers back, man. It was from a long line of amazing running backs in Pittsburgh. <laughs> he's Jerome a Bama Pettis, boy. He went to Bama. Yeah. Parker, James Conner, Najee Harris. Who's your league winner? Where do you have him finishing? Top five. League winner? Yes. Three. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> that's all right. That's 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 like in a perfect situation. Yes, I think he can repeat. I think he can repeat what he did last year. I mean, right now, like I said, like they have him at RB six. I think that's fair. Like that's probably around the time I'm I'm usually drafting him as well. I mean, because he does have risk, but I feel like he's gonna be a league winner. Like him falling to six, I feel like it, it's great. That's a perfect spot for him. I think it's it's a, it's a minor steal. You know what I mean? It is. I know what you mean. Subtle. Yeah. We all love Najee Harris. Take Najee everywhere, because if you're in, if you're in that, no matter if you're on a twelve man or a ten man, if you're in that six to nine range, you got a chance. I Every saw day. you. I saw you grab a share. You know I wanted him, I but I, I, I had to get it. Jefferson. I but I did once. I did one Najee. No draft without Najee. And you know it felt good, didn't it? I'm gonna take Sean Agrucci. I'm a Steelers fan now. Every time he scores. No, let me. I'm about. To, I'm about to talk him down. Oh yeah, he's a Ravens fan. <laughs> I'm not a Ravens fan. Bring it home, Tilly. But I'm going to go ahead and tell hold you. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
<laughs> my guy. Go pull out that dusty jersey, Joe. My guy plays in Baltimore. <laughs> my league winner is you unfortunately. Come on, man. Quit putting the youth jersey on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my uh, my league winner is uh, Lamar Jackson. Um, I'm going to be completely honest with you. He's going to run for 1,000 yards. He's going to throw over 30 touchdowns. And here's the bold prediction. I'm scared. Josh Allen? QB3. On the year or two, I'm not gonna say he's above Josh Allen. Ah, QB three or two, <laughs> Lamar. Listen to this. <clears throat> Listen, time to break out the stats. Every year that he started, he's averaged higher than 20 fantasy points per game. Does anyone know how many fantasy points he averaged in 2020? I'll take a guess. 23. 24.2. Okay, he only threw 26 touchdowns. He averaged 22. Dang. Does anyone know how many he averaged his MVP year? It can't be higher than 25. 27.7. Oh, that's insane. Jesus. Yeah. I was on 1,200 rushing yards. Now, let me talk to you. The 1,200, that's... Let me talk talk to you. Who's in the backfield right now? King and Who knows? We don't know. We actually don't know. Lamar Lamar Jackson in the backfield. (laughs) So I'm just going to say it now. He's going to be their leading rusher and their leading passer. He's going to average 23 fantasy points a game. He's going to run for seven touchdowns. So you got 26 and 7, 25 and 7? I'm giving him 30 and 7. How many how many uh passion sessions did he throw his rookie year? His rookie year. His, 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 his MVP year, he threw 36. Oh yeah, his, his MVP year. Okay. But now, now hold up. The problem with that was he only threw six picks. That was a crazy margin. And he didn't really throw that much. Like his attempts weren't. You know how many picks he threw in 2020 though? Because you said six is an isn't a lot. But he only threw he only threw nine in 2020. So really last year was his only bad year when it comes to interceptions. So are you saying that so your prediction his you think he's going to get back to his MVP self? I think he will be in the conversation. If the Ravens want to win games and be competitive and compete like I know they want to. Okay, let me ask you this. If Lamar Jackson didn't get hurt, he was QB3. Yeah. Would Lamar be going as QB1 right now if he finished out 2021, 2021 last year? He'd probably be going as QB2. He was just heating up too. He had some big games on it. He, he he's had he's never had less than 138 rushing attempts. Games so Connor got 200. I'm I'm upset. I have no shares of Lamar. And what I like the most about him this year is like I feel like this is going to be the year that he's going to be relied. Probably, I mean, aside from last year, he's going to be relied on the most in the rushing game because you guys lost Hollywood Brown. I mean, I know you guys have Bateman coming in. Am I wrong for saying that this is arguably his best weapons in receive in the receiving game? Um, how so? How so though? Yeah, I guess a little explanation. Well, Mark Andrews is arguably in his prime. That that helps. Yeah, I agree. Isaiah likely probably could start 
in the several places. And Rashad Bateman, they traded Marquise Brown for a reason. So I just I just think that I'll say this the receiver weapons now aren't that much worse or any worse than when we went to the uh when we had number one seed in his MVP year. Like it's not that much worse. Yeah, it's probably similar. With the better Mark Andrews. I'm, so. I'm not gonna lie to you, Tilly. I'm sick. Tomorrow's my last chance to get a, a piece of it. Tomorrow, like that's I'm, my I'm, last I'm, chance to get him. I'm sad because, like I said, I don't have him anywhere. I don't even have. I, I have Trey Lance in one place, and I was high on Trey Lance. The other, the only thing is, there's there's only what three players that have that kind of rushing upside: Jalen Hurts, Lamar, and Trey Lance. I mean, I guess you could say Justin Fields, but I'm not. Kyler. Well, Kyler. Kyler doesn't even run as much as the, him, though. Not as many attempts. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, attempt, well, I think there are not more plays purposely drawn up for him to run compared to. Yeah. Him. But I love Lamar coming from Ravens. I don't want to be biased. But he plays 17 games. He, he There's no world in his in any universe where he's outside the top five. There's just, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um. So, and it's like right now, he's usually going, I want to say, Brandon, you got four for four up? Uh, Don't have it. I can get it real quick. I got it right here. You get it. He's what, probably the fifth quarterback off the board? He's going QB four. He's yeah. going uh, overall number 38. So, yeah, that's tough for me. I just don't believe in drafting a quarterback fifth round or fourth or fifth round. So, yeah, I think for what you get him, if you really love a quarterback, he's one of the guys you truly can commit to and be happy with your lineup every week. And he's actually going to win you some weeks, like literally just going to win you some weeks by himself. Um, Yeah, I think we say anything we can say about Lamar Jackson. Um. If not, if he's not my favorite player in the NFL, he's one of my top three favorite players in the NFL. Um, yeah, I love him. Get him every way you can. Tell maybe you can trade for him at some point in the season. You never know. I guess uh, that's. I'm not gonna lie to you. People are gonna want the bag off you if you do that, though. But hey, to each their own. Uh, well, thank you guys for always. This is our final, final, I guess preseason episode. Yes, sir. Starts. <laughs> week, week one. Week one preview coming later this week. Week one preview coming. Uh, division, you know, we're going to review some things. We'll decide how we're going to do that, you know, as a group. It's just – it feels good. You know, this is – we appreciate everybody who's really been listening this long. This is our second year doing this. Um, last year we felt a lot of hiccups in the road, but this year we felt we're more prepared and we give you guys better content. So, um, yeah, you know, we have big things coming. Uh, we'll talk to you guys about that soon. So, thank you guys for always listening. Uh, share with anybody, you know, might be interested or just wants to support. And you can follow us on all social media at Podcast EGS, and uh, we'll see you guys next time.